What? Wake up! You've been there, snoozing behind your eyelids when all of a sudden the alarm sounds, reality hits. We all open our eyes, get out of bed, yet many of us never really come back to life. Hi, I'm Camden and this is my podcast, Wake Up With Me and Live. You'll experience increased hope, vibrance, gratitude, and perspective as we shake off the old and put on the new. It's 10 till the rest of your life, people. Time to wake up. Hey, you have landed on Wake Up With Camden podcast. I'm so glad that you're here, whether it's midday, morning, afternoon, whatever it is, it is time to wake up and you have landed on the right place. My sophomore year in college, I remember very distinctly participating in a social experiment. (laughs) I had a roommate that also liked to think deep. In fact, she was one of the very first people that gave me permission to dream, gave me permission to think about traveling the world, gave me permission to start embracing cultures other than my own. And I'm so thankful for her, her her insights, and her capacity to see beyond what was right in front of her. At one point, she um, started to ask our friends and people that we loved, what do you think about when you have nothing to think about? And I would offer that same question to you. When you don't have anything to fill your mind, which honestly, as a mom with ADHD and tons of thoughts in my head is very rare, but in that rare moment, when you really don't have to think about anything or when your mind wanders, where does it land? What kind of thoughts pass through your mind? A lot of the time, I don't necessarily choose those thoughts, or at least I didn't think that I did. I didn't think that I chose the kind of thoughts that my mind would wander toward. But now I'm beginning to believe that this can be a choice because the things that we think about are the things that we become. See, our thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions and results. I truly believe that. And if my thoughts are constantly wandering to places that I don't actually want to come to fruition, (laughs) then I have the absolute power to change that. It was very funny because this sweet friend of mine came up to me a little bit later after she had asked a variety of different people. And she's like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel bad because I feel like I'm seen into the souls of so many of these people. I'm like, no, they don't think that you're doing that. They're just telling you the truth (laughs) and what they think about. But I truly do think that it's very reflective upon what we can expect to be created in our life. I don't remember all of the answers that we came up with, but there were two main things that I do remember. I remember that one of my friends said that she really focused on past memories. She loved thinking of the past. She loved thinking of good memories. She just really liked to take her, her, herself back to the past and just be very reflective about that. And the second thing I remember was my answer. And I mean, I was, what, 20 years old? Not even that, maybe 19 years old. And I didn't really know what I was saying but it was true. And I told her, I think of goals. I think of what it is I want to accomplish next and where I kind of want to lead myself and guide myself to next. And now looking back on my life, I can see for me that that kind of thought process uh, has definitely come to fruition, has definitely rolled out in the way that I've lived my life. One of the ideas that I have is really there's past, there's present, and there's future. 
And in in my mind, and for the sake of this podcast today, we're going to talk in the future about two different things. We're going to talk about it as a future truth or a future brain boof. <laughs> and I'll get into that a little bit in a little bit here. So let's talk about the past. The past are things that have happened. Okay, um, if we're if we're speaking in very circumstance. Uh, vocabulary. This is something you could take to a court of law. For example, um, when I was 16 years old, I had a birthday party at the beach and my retainers fell out of my pocket in the ocean. (laughs) That is something that I can remember. Um, I can probably think about some of the emotions that I had, some of the feelings I had in that moment. I remember having like half of my soccer team there with me. It was a lot of fun. Um, But then there was a sense of guilt and like, whoops, you know, with losing my retainers that I can also remember and I never got them back and I've never (laughs) gotten new ones since. So yes, I can stay in the past. I can think about the actual facts and events and sometimes the feelings that have been caused, you know, by the past. In the present, I think of more of um, (laughs) this impulsivity of, okay, what's the short-term goal that needs to get done right now? What's the check off the box task that needs to happen in this moment? What's the um, you know, running by the seat of my pants, survival mode, present things that I need to, to, to get done right now. And this doesn't always have to be stressful, but a lot of the time for my present tense um, types of thoughts, it is a little bit more like task oriented. Um, there are those times when I'm being meditative, when I'm listening to a good podcast, when I'm in prayer, uh, when I'm in scripture study that I can I can truly feel a little bit outside of my body and I'm more contemplative and that becomes a little bit more spiritual, a little bit more um, taking the greater whole in, not noticing time the same way. That's a different experience. But for most of the present tense talk (laughs) that we go about every day, it's like, okay, I'm putting my shoes on. I got to bring the kids to school. Uh, I got to make sure I uh, clean up the dishes. Like it's, it's very just task oriented and present. And then with our future tense, these are things that we would clearly say haven't happened yet, um, but I have broken them down into two different ideas. The one, like I said, is the future truth and the second being the brain boof. And these are kind of funny names, but let me give you some background behind what I'm thinking about here. So the future truth, if I have a raw egg in my hand and I throw it up to the sky outside and I was somehow able to pause that frame, what would you say would happen within the next coming couple seconds? <laughs> okay, that would be a future truth. Probably the egg is going to fall down from the sky and splat on the sidewalk or wherever we're at. Wherever we're at. It's a future truth. It's, it's just based on what we know, based on the knowledge we've collected over life, it is what it is. What about the sun rising? You know, I guess we could get very contemplative about this and fearful. (laughs) Um, But pretty much we understand that when we go to sleep at night, we can sleep peacefully knowing that the sun will rise the next day. It's a future truth that we're banking on, that there's no real rational or logical reason for us to believe that anything but that result will happen. If I start saving $10 a day, and I save $10 a day for 10 days, I can expect that I will have $100 (laughs) from that saved money by the end of those 10 days. It's just math. 
Okay, that's what my my coach Siri, she always says, what's the math? What's like the actual circumstance here? Like what's actually happening? And so while these things have not happened, we have no really rational reason to believe that it won't go any other way. That is my future truth. That is a good place to live in. Okay. The other place to live in is the future brain booth. Now, this is going to be kind of embarrassing and kind of hilarious. But when I was growing up, we did not say the word fart. (laughs) We did not say it. It was just kind of a crude word in our home. And it's something that I've adopted. But my mom, instead of using that word, she came up with the word booth, which just (laughs) caused us kids to like go crawling underneath rugs and blankets. We were so embarrassed to say it in front of friends. So um, we usually avoided it at all costs. But for this intensive purpose, I think it's hilarious. A future brain booth. So meaning something that probably comes out of your butt. Like it just is not true. It is not rational and is not helpful, most of all, for us to be in this arena of thought. Okay, we don't want to be in the brain booth. (laughs) We want to be in the future truth. So a brain booth would be creating in your mind thoughts that don't serve you. Okay, so let's go back to the raw egg example. (laughs) Okay, if I throw the egg up into the air and similarly I'm able to pause that scene, what would be a brain booth thought? Okay, that it would come down from the sky now as the atomic bomb and blow up all of our civilization in my neighborhood. Okay, sad, kind of grotesque, but definitely a brain booth is not going to be helpful. Okay, what else do we do like this? We do stuff like this all of the time, you guys. Well, if I have if I have the holiday party and everybody comes over, what about if somebody forgets something? Well, I'm going to have to have that. And and what about if they don't bring the salad? Should I have a backup salad? And and what about if people get mad at each other? Like, what am I going to do then? Am I going to have to take care of that situation? Am I going to, oh, should I have the police on speed dial? Um, should I make sure that my, my, my next door neighbor is there in case they need to break up a fight? They're much stronger than I am. Okay, this is crazy talk, but you know what I'm talking about. We do this to ourselves. We let our brain go to places that are not helpful. And especially if you suffer from anxiety, generalized anxiety, or panic disorders, or ADHD, or other mental illnesses, this is like a common place where we land. So when I think about my friend back in college asking all of our friends, what is it that you choose to think about when you have nothing to think about? Or in other words, where does your mind wander to? I'm telling you right now that you're really not going to get much help from the brain boof thoughts. I would, I would even much more rather have you think about the happy past thoughts <laughs> or the, even the present thoughts of let's just get some things done than I would for you to spiral out of control in these brain booths that really aren't bringing you any help. So knowing that we can choose our thoughts, I'm going to offer you a few other ideas of things that you could think about that would be more in the future truth. The raw egg goes up into the air and it comes down and it splats on the sidewalk. (laughs) We go to sleep peacefully at night and the sun rises in the morning. (laughs) Things that have not happened yet, but 
we take faith, we take uh, courage, we take complete trust that they will happen because of our past experiences or because of what we've learned or because of our utter excitement and, uh, you know, embracing the future of life and all the positive aspects. I will have 20 clients. I will have a perfect family day. And this is what my family day will look like. We will worship together. We will come home. We will play board games together. We will sing together. We will have personal time together, which is funny. How do you have personal time together? But you know what I mean? You can picture that. We're going to have some outside time, whatever that perfect family day is. Someday we are going to travel in an RV. I can see the glistening lake waking up with hot chocolate, with bundled up in our, our hoodies and our jackets, seeing the breath in our, um, seeing our breath in the air, seeing the mountains surround us, a little bit dirty, a little bit sunburned. That's what it will be like. What about dreaming of the interior or the exterior of your home in exactly the perfect place that you want to invite others into your home or to create yourself? How about having open communication with a loved one that's been closed off for a while and what that might look like and feel like what it might look like to say you're sorry to somebody you've been holding a grudge about for forever? What about finding that perfect mentor that's going to help you get from point A to point B? What are they going to look like? How are they going to sound? How are they going to show up for you when you're feeling down? How are they going to support you in achieving the goals that you have and the the dreams that you want? Or a spiritual guide, someone who's going to really hear you. What is it going to feel like to have a relationship with God? What would it feel like to have a, a spiritual relationship with a creator? What would it feel like to feel connected to the universe, to the earth, to the ground, to nature? What is that going to feel like for you someday? You might not have it right now, but what would that feel like for you? What is it going to feel like to truly be in a meditative state? What is it going to feel like to be able to have open communication with your children and with your spouse? What will it look like to have a lifelong partner? What will it feel like? How how will you feel in their embrace? How can you embrace them? Now, these are the things, (laughs) these are the future truths where we want to land. If we can start to foster and to nurture and to encourage these kind of thoughts, think of how much better off in the future we will be. Because once again, I truly believe that our thoughts become, our thoughts inspire our feelings and our feelings then lead to action and our ultimate results. Is this making sense? There's no need to live in the past. The past is done. We can learn from it, yes. There's no need to always be flying by the seat of our pants, though sometimes we are in survival mode. But I give you permission that in those small moments when your mind wanders, when you're thinking outside of the moment, to let your, let your mind land on a future truth that you create 
to be the perfect place. Don't be embarrassed by that. Don't push it down. Don't belittle those dreams. Because if we can't have dreams, then what do we have? We have running by the seat of our pants and things that have already happened. And that's just not very exciting. (laughs) To me, that's not something to live for. We live for what could be. We live to create. We live to become. It is so beautiful to know that we don't have to be stagnant creatures. That we can be ever-changing and ever-evolving. I love you guys. I believe in you. I truly do. This is where I feel home. Pouring light into you. Pouring truth into you. Things that have happened to me throughout my whole life. And when I think back on that 19-year-old girl, it says, I think of dreams. I think of goals. I think of things that I can do in the future I have become her because of those thoughts. And they were such little teeny tiny tiny baby thoughts at that point. But once I've been able to adopt a variety of different ways to expand that goal setting knowledge and to give myself grace to (laughs) not always accomplish everything that I need at that point, but to do it with time and chapters in my life, I have expanded and I am currently expanding and it is so fun and is so hopeful. And that's what we all need, a little bit more hope. So I'm going to leave you here the way that I leave you every podcast episode. I believe in you and I am cheering you on. You've been listening to Wake Up with Camden. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share with a friend who's also so ready to wake up. You can follow me on TikTok and on Instagram at Camden underscore ADHD. Thank you for being here. You have got what it takes and I am cheering you on.